This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Here is our toll-free telephone number. If you want to be a part of the program, it's 800-941-SEAN. If you want to join us, you're going to love this. A Boston Democrat is urging wealthy suburbanites to take in Joe Biden's unvetted illegal immigrants. You know, if you live in Brookline, Wellesley, wherever these cities and towns, they have so much more resources than the city of Boston. You have a Boston City Council member telling, you know, by the way, would that not be aiding and abetting and harboring criminals? I, I, I could, I, Linda, I could see a moment where I would do, invite in uh, people that are here illegally and I'd be probably arrested for human trafficking and aiding and abetting and lawbreaking, unlike Joe Biden. But that's what, that's what they're now asking people. Unbelievable times we live in. You can't even make this up. Uh, a lot happening today. Uh, we'll find out more as the day goes on. Tony Bobolinsky, the person that first described Joe Biden as the big guy, he's uh, testified behind closed doors. We have some details we'll share with you already. And also we expect at some point, probably during the early evening tonight, is the motion to reconsider impeaching the DHS secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, is going to take place. And if that happens, obviously, we'll have the latest details when we get on TV tonight. If it happens at all earlier, we'll, we'll watch uh, very closely. Um, it was another scary sight. What have I been saying? I said, I can't think of a single event that Joe Biden has had in recent months that's been a clean event. I define clean event as he doesn't have the mumbling, bumbling, stumbling and and brain farts that he seems to have on a regular basis and, or he doesn't know whether to exit stage left or stage right. Well, yesterday he's with the king of Jordan and the crown prince. And anyway, Joe Biden is, you know, wanders behind the podium just staring at the floor. As the king of Jordan is speaking. And you got to be kidding me. Now we also learn from the White House. They're saying that Joe Biden will not take part in a cognitive exam during his upcoming physical, which I can assure you is going to come out perfectly. Joe Biden is in great physical condition. Okay, that's not that's not difficult to predict. I mean, there are some doctors. Oh, I've I've got pain in my back here. Uh, I got this. I got that. What would you like? And they'll give you the medicine of choice. Then you go to a good doctor that says, no, you don't need that crap in your system. I'm not giving it to you. Not going to happen. I prefer the latter. Uh, But anyway, so he has this physical. We'll watch. We'll wait. Uh, We now see polls showing Biden not only losing support of African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, young people, women, uh, but among Arab and Muslim voters saying that, you know, Israel has killed too many civilians as he warned Netanyahu not to squash Hamas. Well, why wouldn't he want to win the war? Why would our president be urging our closest ally in the Middle East to do anything short of victory? And and it's mind numbing. And the amount of pressure that being that Biden is putting on Netanyahu and calling him a blanking this and a blanking that behind the scenes. This is crazy. 
Uh, later on, we'll play for you. Barbara Lee is now uh, advocating a $50 minimum wage. A $50 minimum wage. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, all right, let me get to our, I guess what, I, I, I want to go back to the King of Jordan moment here. I mean, it's like, a, maybe we should call it the Biden brain fog because it was on full display yesterday. Here's what happened. You have a confused-looking Joe Biden. He paced back and forth. He goes to one side. He goes to the right of King Abdullah, who is now at the podium. And then he moves to the left of King Abdullah, probably figuring out that, he. oh, I, I think I was supposed to go over here. Unsure of where to stand. And your, your majesty, over to you, he said. Abdullah prepares to deliver his speech. The president shuffles around behind him. And the podium just gazing down at the floor it's like he's fixated on the floor, you know, maybe looking for the mark that indicated the proper place he ought to be standing. I have no idea. Biden then waffled between, you know, two spots before, you know, settling on what was initially his first choice. But Abdullah, by the way, was, you know, in front of the Jordanian flag. The president's indecision appeared to throw off the king who at one point looked over his left shoulder expecting to see Biden. And Biden wasn't there. I switched sides on you, Biden says, before moving over to the left side uh, of the now smiling king who's saying, yep, everything I've heard, everything I've seen up to this point is 100 percent true. Uh, So we'll see. Now, House Republicans, to their credit, are rightly demanding tapes and transcripts from Biden's failed memory interview with Robert Hurd. Now, all these Democrats are out there telling us that Joe's in this great condition. Now, if he's in such good condition and Robert Hur was being gratuitous and that Robert Hur maybe even lied about what he was saying and and they're making excuses for it. Why don't we release they're the most transparent administration around in the in the in the in effort to be transparent? They didn't put any corrections. So they say in, in Robert Hur's report. But then we found out later that, in fact, there was a lot of pressure brought to bear to exclude certain things from that report that was going to be made public. But anyway, uh, her report suggested the president was a cognitive basket case. He didn't know when he was vice president. When the year 2009 was mentioned, he said, was I still president then? No, that's the year you became president, vice president, Joe. That's the year. And then at another point, 2013 or 14, he's, he's asking, was I still vice president then? And the saddest part, and this is sad, not remembering when his son died. And then the disaster of a press conference, a hastily called press conference, where he's asked about it. And he says, well, you see this rosary? I've, I've worn this rosary from Our Lady of. Our Lady of. Did you get the Our Lady of? Did he ever finish the sentence? Our Lady I know there's of? some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. Our Lady of what? Our Lady of Lords, Our Lady of what? What is the lady of? Anyway, now GOP senators are pressing the DOJ on nine uh, boxes of secret Biden documents not mentioned in her report. 
It looks like several thousand secret documents stashed in Boston by Biden's lawyers went completely unmentioned by the special prosecutor, Robert Ben-Hur. That's our affectionate name for him. In the final report of the Biden classified document scandal, anyway, in letters to the attorney general, uh, that would be Merrick Garland, the FBI director and special counsel. Her senators Grassley and Johnson asserted, quote, there appears to be a significant factual omission in the special counsel uh, report on his office's investigation into President Biden's mishandling of classified documents. In March of 2023, the National Archives and Records Administration confirmed that it had retrieved nine boxes from the office of Biden attorney Patrick Moore that had been taken from the Penn Biden Center in Washington. And those materials were the were then transferred to the John F. Kennedy Presidential Library in Boston. At the time, NARA had not reviewed the materials. Oddly, the special counsel's report did not mention NARA's retrieval of the nine boxes. And anyway, the two senators write this apparent omission is significant, given that, according to NARA, uh, that the Department of Justice requested that NARA or NARA, whatever you want to call it, recover the boxes. In fact, in 2023, they informed our offices that while they had not yet reviewed the contents of the nine boxes, the FBI has. Now, if the FBI did review the contents of the boxes, uh, is it unclear what they found, including whether they had classified top secret information on it? That would mean that this investigation would be incomplete. And further, it's unclear if the special counsel had any awareness or had reviewed the information contained in the nine boxes. It would be extremely troubling if the special counsel failed to investigate the contents of these nine boxes. Yeah, no kidding. Particularly given the fact that publicly they were revealed, their existence revealed of these boxes. And that was back in March of of 2023, nearly a year ago. And Republicans set a deadline of February 23rd for the DOJ to answer whether her reviewed the boxes. By the way, now a majority of Americans now say the special prosecutor, Robert Ben-Hur, went easy on Biden. Anyway, Reuters poll, 53% of Americans believe he got off easy. 29% of Democrats agreed Biden got special treatment. 78% of respondents said he's too old to serve a second term. Not quite as high as the 86% in the ABC poll. But if you can't, but it, you won't, won't believe that if you're listening to anybody in the Biden White House. I mean, I think I had my laugh of the week as Corinne Jean-Pierre slamming her, saying that Joe Biden is so sharp, he does more in an hour than most do in a day. Uh, okay, now, if she believes that lie, she is delusional and has no business being around a president of the United States. I I mean, this is like circle back Jen Psaki. I I have a hard time keeping up with him. He works so hard. I'm like, that is just a flat-out lie by sycophants and Democratic hacks that surround this guy. Is there anybody, I keep asking, is there anybody that maybe in his life cares enough, loves him enough to say, "Uh, Joe, you're really not doing well? Let's show you tapes of yourself in 2020. And let's, as bad as that was, let's compare it to today. But that's going to be, you know, their line that Joe Biden is sharp and does more in an hour than most people do in a day. Well, I just say to the House Republicans and the GOP that they need to get the transcripts and they need to get the videotapes. Let the American people see this for themselves and then decide. 
I don't care if you release it in October, but we need it before people start voting in this country. House Republicans asking the DOJ for this very thing. What do you think Merrick Garland's weaponized, politicized DOJ is going to do? I don't think they're going to be particularly forthcoming with any of this. Special counsel unable to determine the location of these the top secret briefing book that Biden misplaced while on vacation in the Hamptons. I forgot to mention that part. But anyway, uh, and then the White House still courting Taylor Swift. Uh, I mean, really? Is, is, is that what you're pinning your hopes on, Taylor Swift's endorsement? And I think I, I, I've been telling people, leave Taylor Swift alone. Take your crazy, you know, oh, the only, it's, it's the fix is in. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to win because of Taylor Swift. I'm like, that, that's nuts. That is a little bit insane. And for the people that have been mean to the couple, I'm like, why don't you just wish people well in life? Good grief. I mean, they don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with them politically. She's allowed to endorse in America anybody she wants. I don't know if she's too inclined to endorse Biden or the Democratic Party, but that's up to her. But I just I wish the couple the best. Hunter Biden's uh, business partner is telling GOP investigators that the communist Chinese forked over a million dollars after a meeting with the big guy. John Solomon just breaking this story. Rob Walker, longtime Hunter Biden friend, is one of the key family members to assist both the FBI and the IRS into Hunter's alleged tax crimes. Now, the congressional inquiry considered impeaching President Joe Biden and a transcribed interview with the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee that was reviewed by JustTheNews.com. Walker detailed a face-to-face meeting with officials from the Chinese energy conglomerate, CEFC. The former vice president was not there the entire time. He was there maybe 10 minutes, but he showed up. Never once did I ever speak to my son, my, uh, my brother, or anybody for that matter, about their foreign business dealings. He's asked the question, did he speak? Did he give a little presentation? He spoke nice, you know, normal pleasantries. I think he probably did most of the talking and, and then left. Uh, and when he addressed the entire group, he was present. Yes, he addressed the entire group. Well, anyway, the goal of that meeting was to discuss formalizing a deal with the communist Chinese energy conglomerate CEFC. And several days after the Miami gathering, the luncheon that Joe Biden attended, well, after shortly after that lunch, the CEFC paid Walker's company $3 million in the first money from the deal, according to Walker's testimony. Hunter Biden would direct about a million of that money to himself and various family members. Huh. Wow. This is real. It really happened. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, we've all watched the atrocities, the terrible, horrific terror attacks on Israel on October the 7th by Hamas. Uh, The toll on the Israeli people is staggering. The media mobs ignoring it. They shouldn't. It is massive. You have hundreds of thousands of innocent Israelis. They have been forced from their homes, entire communities torn apart, lives devastated by death and destruction. Thank goodness there are groups like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, the IFCJ. They're there. They've been there every day, every night, distributing critical essentials, food, medicine, emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Israelis. They need as much support as you can offer. They have a website. It's one word, supportifcj.org. That's supportifcj.org. Your gift is going to be matched, by the way, if you do it today, and it'll have double the impact, whatever your gift happens to be, at supportifcj.org.